I might throw up on you. You're doing fine. You don't seem afraid at all. I don't understand that. Well, fear is sort of an odd thing. When I was in residency, my first solo procedure was a spinal surgery on a 16-year-old kid, a girl. And at the end, after 13 hours, I was closing her up, and I, I accidentally ripped her dural sac. It's right at the base of the spine where all the nerves come together. Membrane is thin as tissue. And so it, it ripped open. And the nerves just spilled out of her like angel hair pasta. Spinal fluid flowing out of her. And I, and the terror was just so crazy. So real. And I knew I had to deal with it. So I just made a choice. I'd let the fear in, let it take over, let it do its thing. But only for five seconds, that's all I was gonna give it. So I started to count. One, two, three, four, five. And it was gone. I went back to work, sewed her up, and she was fine. If that had been me, I think I would have run for the door. No, I don't think that's true. You're not running now. Hey guys, this is Brian with September 316, and today we're going to be talking about overcoming your fear. So that was a little clip from Lost. This guy, Jack, he's a doctor, and he's talking about a time that he overcame his own fear when he was a new doctor and he messed up, and then all of a sudden he had a, he had a, uh, a rise to the occasion and fix the, fix the situation. I agree with everything that he said. Overcoming your fear is a sign of bravery, is a sign of courage. But how do you do it, right? That's, that's the question. How do you not just get nervous, get anxiety and have that build up inside of you and then become paralyzed with fear. And the answer that he said, which is key really, is to embrace it, to embrace the fear. To understand that this is what's happening in your body, almost taking the back seat and saying this is what's, what's happening right now and let it happen. But no, that in five seconds, you're then going to deal with the situation. Just taking a step back and letting it happen. Because people have emotions, right? People have these emotions, and I think what we tend to do is we tend to look at our emotions, and we tend to say, oh, I feel bad, I feel guilty for feeling this way. You shouldn't feel guilty for feeling sad. You shouldn't feel guilty for feeling fearful. You shouldn't feel guilty or upset at these negative emotions because this is what makes us human. Just as you're happy that you're happy, just like you know you feel good that you know you're feeling exhilarated and, and enthusiastic, 
that makes you feel good? Well, you know, the, the, the negative side of things, you should also embrace those feelings as well. You are human after all. So if we embrace the fear and then count down, see, in, in, the, um, in the little snippet, he counted up, right? And what that tends to do psychologically from one to five is that builds more pressure. What you want to do is count down. You want to start at five. Five, four, three, two, one, blast off. Just like you're in NASA. When you hit one, it gives you the freedom to say, let's go. Because everyone knows after one, something has to happen. That's the psychology behind it. Fear is very elusive. Most of the time, you don't expect things to happen that you become fearful of. But if you have this routine in place where you can just count down, I'm afraid right now, I feel that feeling, I'm afraid right now, I'm going to let it happen, I'm going to embrace it for five seconds. That's all the time I'm going to give it, it's five seconds. After that five seconds, I'm going to do what needs to be done. And if you drill that in your head over and over and over again, you're going to become that person that is looked at as brave by others. You're going to be, become that person that is looked at as a leader by others. Now, if that's the person that you want to be in your future, then what you need to do is you need to take that future self and bring it into the present. You need to start doing things right now to make you uncomfortable, to, to put you out of your comfort zone. Whether that's, um, whether that's like public speaking or whether that's just doing something that's challenging that is, that is outside of your norm, that you, you, you've said to yourself, that would be awesome to do, I just don't know if I can do it. Like, like running a marathon. Something that is, or writing a book. You know, all those things are things that you could do right now that is going to test your consistency, test your morale, test your discipline. And also, it's going to test that muscle of courage. Because when you're brave enough to tell your story, when most people aren't, The difference between you and other people are going to become more and more apparent. When you decide, I'm going to run a marathon, every mile you run, your mind's going to be like, I don't want to do this. I want to stop. I want to stop. I want to stop. I want to stop. My legs hurt. My, you, know, I, uh, you know, I can't breathe. You're going to be giving yourself so many excuses, but you're going to keep pushing through it. And when you do that, you're testing that mental muscle to take action instead of listening to your fearful thoughts. You have to give yourself the opportunity to become fearful. You have to embrace your emotions. Just because your mind thinks a certain way doesn't mean that pattern has to run you. Just because you grew up with a certain blueprint doesn't mean that has to be your trajectory in life. 
you can create new patterns. You can be that person that says, oh, my whole life I told myself I couldn't do it, but guess what, I just did it anyway. I decided to stop listening to my thoughts because I couldn't trust my brain anymore and I just did what needed to be done. Because I knew once I did it, the reward will be much greater than the excuses. It's about the result. It's about the goal. It's about achieving that goal. If you want to become brave, look and see what brave people do. Or anyone that you look up to that you consider as brave or as a leader. Or as someone that doesn't make excuses. Just see how they operate. And if you can, get into their psyche. Understand them more. Understand why they're like that. Because there are, there is, there's a sea full of normal people. There's no shortage of average people. The people that excel, the people that are considered excellent, the people that separate themselves from the norm, they had to learn how to be better than their minds would want them to be. Because your brain is always going to take the path of least resistance. And if you want to be great, then you're going to have to sacrifice. You're going to have to suffer. You're going to know that there is going to be pain along the way. But ultimately, the reward will pay off. The type of person that you become will trickle down in every avenue and every area of your life. And this will affect not only yourself, it'll also affect your family, the people around you, your friends, you know, the people that don't know you but they've heard of you. You'll build a reputation of a person that's a leader, a person that is responsible, a person that's disciplined, a person that's consistent, a person that doesn't make excuses, a person that takes action. That's who you are right now. That's who you are. But it's time to display your best self. It's time to look at yourself in the mirror and say, look, I can do more. I can do this. I got this. Why am I afraid? You're afraid what other people are going to think? See, other people are thinking exactly like you're thinking. They want to be the person that goes for it, no matter what. However, they are scared to take the bulls by the horns. They are scared to take control. And that's what separates you from everybody else. That's why you're great. That's who you are. It's in your blood. It's in your DNA. You're a winner. And nobody can take that from you. 